Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I'm so excited to have on for the second time today, a 33-year-old from Scottsdale, Arizona, a staple of the Phoenix P.F. Chang's hockey program. <laughs> he is a fellow Western Michigan Bronco, where in four seasons, this fella never let in a goal, also laced up in the HL. Never let up a goal with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Research team has never seen that he's ever let in a goal. But <clears throat> he is best known for being a big wig NHL superstar agent <laughs> for O2K Sports Management and has played pond hockey at the U Club in Kalamazoo. Welcome back to the shed for the second round <laughs> Matt Federico thank you do I act like we didn't just do this or do we just go with it <laughs> well we don't know what's happening anymore we don't know if the IT team's gonna fix this tomorrow or not we don't even know if this one's gonna save right yeah we're gonna do our best you know what that's what Broncos do though we just make the best of the situation and we do the best we can right that's what they taught us um so basically, folks, what happened here is uh, we just laid down a solid two hours of, uh, you know, he zigged, I zagged. <clears throat> and uh, apparently laptops can get heavy. They get full of information. It's gone. <laughs> we think so. Unless yeah. the IT team can save it tomorrow, right? Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh. Makes my head hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> makes my heart hurt for you too, because like, geez, we just got to know each other. I feel like you're my brother. I feel like you're my brother now, and uh, <laughs> nobody even knows why. Cabinet maker, Bayfield Brewing Company. Do you know what I mean? What kind is that? Uh cabinet maker. Yeah. Well, uh, a cabinet maker is. Our Canadian pale ale is a balanced, flavorful ale made with Canadian grown ingredients. Our pride rests in this well-rounded ale, which is sure to please even the most discerning of beer connoisseurs. There we go. That sounds like it's right up my alley. There you are. The cabinet maker, Bayfield Brewing Company. Um, but I'm really sorry. Um, I'm really sorry because we basically discussed that you're a big-time NHL agent now. And we lost all the info, your whole hockey career, everything. That's all right. We can do take two. We'll lay it down again. Um, Whatever you need, Wally. Well, you know, sometimes uh, when you're hanging out at the U club, 
<laughs> it just doesn't work out right, you know? Exactly. You, you, know? you, you went in there with the best of intentions and it just didn't work out, right? It didn't go up the other way, no. Yeah. <laughs> you woke up the next morning and you're like, that was Shoot. a problem. Yeah. The recording never saved. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to get with the IT team tomorrow and uh, uh, figure out a solution to this uh, problem. I didn't realize that uh, such a small, sleek looking computer could actually get full. It's filled up. <laughs> yeah. We'll get figured out. We're fingers crossed here that hopefully we can get this. Do you think we could find the rails? <laughs> do you imagine if we find the whole recording tomorrow and the IT team finds it and we can send both of these together? <laughs> we can probably scrap this. <laughs> we can scrap this one. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We're only, uh, we're only just getting started. Well, okay. Yeah, well, we're gonna get right back into this. So, <laughs> how we know each other is, uh, you got you uh, reached out on Twitter because of the Ethan Frank episode, episode ninety eight point five. Shed yep. guy, up for the Hobie Baker. No big deal. Well, he's ro- he's rolling right now. I mean. And he's a roller Ginger. hockey enthusiast too. Yeah. And, and uh, you played for that coach too, eh, Fershweiler? Like, yeah. He seems yep. like a guy. I've never seen a tweet from a guy on a team that I forget who it was. It wasn't Frank. It was someone else. He just wrote, I am very thankful Fershweiler is my coach. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. No, he, he's a great dude. I played for him my senior year and uh, got to coach uh, the one year I came back and was, you know, goalie coach, volunteer assistant. And, uh, and he was there then and, and got to stay in touch with him and know him over the years. And, uh, and it's no surprise that they're having success. Like he's, he's legit. And he was there with Blashill and what he yeah. was Blashill's guy. He was Blashill's guy. So he started um, a midget program in Kansas city called Russell Stover, the candy company sponsored them. So they were called Russell Stover. And, uh, and he basically took that from kind of the ground up and they became a really you know, prominent kind of national powerhouse midget program. And he did a jet, like he recruited a lot of Minnesota players and guys from non-traditional areas to come there and play. Um, but then Blash knew him from recruiting his players when Blash was at Miami. So whatever long story short he flash brought him up to western to be the assistant and then you know he stayed with flash through to detroit with the red wings and everything yeah no and uh like what he's done with that program this season is uh something else like it's been I, fun to watch. yeah yeah no they've been good but the, the players <laughs> seem to just love playing there and love everything yeah. about it eh well, he's, he's very much a player's coach. Like he played for a long time. Right. And so, and he was coming from the national hockey league. Like, I think you get a different perspective on, um, just how, I don't want to say how to treat players, but how, like just the relationship with players and treating them like adults and they can make their own decisions and still come and get their job done. Like you don't have to keep them under your thumb all the time. And, yeah. um, they're going to come here and get their, get their work done. And, that, and that's what they're doing. So, I think he does a good job just empowering the players to, to well, do what, you know, what they need it, to do. It's the, it's the same on any team, I think, in any age group. I actually, at the start of the season, my under-11 team, I, uh, I told the kids, I'm like, I want you guys to run your own 
warm up. Like you yeah. guys do it. You guys decide how ready for the game you're going to be. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see what you guys are doing. And if I don't think you're actually getting ready for the game, and if you're not, yeah. it, you know, then I'll, I'll, I'll run it if you want me to, but yeah. I guess things have gotten off the rails instead, though. That was early season. Yeah. <laughs> they are nine and 10. Yeah. 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 A little different. <laughs> I just kind of let them have at it. Yeah. Now. The experience next yeah. year. when they're, yeah. when they're 10, 11, 11. We're not quite there yet. You know, it's like when yeah. you start a drill and you're like, they're not ready yet. Not yeah. this one. <laughs> um, do you find that this conversation is interesting that it's so different from the last one? We, that's why we gotta do, we'll do another couple hours. It'll just be a completely different couple it's hours. A, it's <laughs> a bit bizarre though that like I didn't know you at the start of this and we were just feeling each other out. Now we're right in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Broncos can get in the pocket, folks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. um so i guess uh that other episode is gone and we don't know if this one will save but we got to shout out reed yancey that you sent me a photo of a reed yancey jersey at kalamazoo michigan at the game just a couple weeks ago in the year 2022 someone's rocking the the number three reed Reed yancey jersey at the north dakota western game (laughs) <laughs> a couple of weeks ago so oh I god i was like i got i have to get a shot of that so that you uh, sent me it was that a little photo? creepy it was in the it was in the line for the bathroom so that's a little creepy but it was uh Otherwise, hey, it's not that creepy taking photos of guys taking a leak at, at the bathroom. It's fine. To be fair, if they're if they're wearing a Yonsu jersey, yet. it's cool. He what he yeah. he didn't have it out yet. It was fine. Yeah, we were good. We were good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is I guess also how we know each other, and we're doing this all again. But we're trying to keep it short now because we already did it two hours, folks. We already banged back a bunch of Bayfield brews, or I did. Um. <laughs> But anyways, we got to get stuff out for you. And uh, his wife has been kind enough and my wife to not complain too much that we're doing round two of the same night. Very very supportive. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for supporting the shed. (laughs) And uh, too bad that like your, your, your young guy there that was on the last episode. I know. I know. Charlie got the special guest appearance. Charlie uh, was on the pod he was in the shed and yeah. uh i i hope uh the it team finds it tomorrow but we'll, we'll have to get I'll, with I'll look not so good yeah yeah i'm not an it guy you know <laughs> no me neither <laughs> <laughs> that's why we got a team for that but you did play pond hockey at the u club we did we did that was a um a non-travel weekend so we had we had a good good group of guys that uh didn't get to play a whole lot. And then uh, the weekends when the team is out of town, there was, I think it was my senior year. And uh, U Club Pond, for those that don't know, was a, a disgusting cesspool outside of the apartments that <laughs> we all lived in. And uh, yeah, fortunately, though, it, it, fro- it froze over for us and we had a good, uh, a good pond, <laughs> pond hockey game out there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good for sure. Isn't it interesting how we're talking about the same things, but not saying the same things? Um, <laughs> Yeah, we talked about beard darts. We talked about yep. all of that. But you know what, folks? It's late now. And uh, we've been doing this for a long time, but we're back at it for you folks because we want to get it out there for you. It's my fault. 
should have been, you know, proactive instead of reactive, right? I shouldn't have waited until the computer got full, right? That's okay. It happens. Did my best. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you are an NHL agent now. Yes. Yep. That's right. So uh, O2K Sports is the company. So been with these guys uh, going on 10 years now. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretending been, it's been like good. I don't even know that you know, know. it's like know. whoa yeah. um but thank you for jumping back on and uh pretending like we haven't had this conversation because yeah. I think it's hilarious that we're doing this <laughs> and um you know now we're getting it out there you know what this is the realest podcast ever folks yeah. I don't edit things I could have I could have not told anything about this and left it in the bank and then just not sent it but you know what I told you Matt Federico was coming tonight and by gosh, he's coming tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, So you got some Broncos though, that uh, are part of your organization, right? Yep. Yep. We do. So we represent um, uh, Jordan Osterley. He plays with the Red Wings and uh, Matt Tennyson uh, is with the Predators and uh, Luke Wachowski. So uh, who plays with uh, Detroit? And you know, those so. guys have been in the NHL for a while. Eh? They've been in for a while. Yeah, all, all three of them have. Uh, you know, I'd say Witter and Tenny are probably on their ninth or tenth season playing pro, and and Jordan's just behind those guys. I think he was maybe two years uh, after signing. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and they've pro, been so. doing pretty well, eh? They've been doing great. No, they've been. You know awesome careers for all of them. And, well, that's uh, why the Broncos win, right? It's like, yeah, it takes, well, I mean, it takes, it takes special people to win shit. I find. And I think uh, like, obviously the Broncos recruited some high end guys and then you bring in a coach. That's a special guy. Obviously he's coaching the NHL right away. Like you bring in special people and you, uh, you bring in winners, <laughs> right? Like it's, yep. it's, it's going to work out. And it's not even them. There's more. Uh, there's so many Broncos that are doing well now. Yeah, no, it's been great to see the program. It's like, and it's so funny because, you know, they swept North Dakota when I was there a couple of weeks ago and you see the coaches afterwards. And it's like, I feel like when you and I were there, can you imagine what it would have been like if we swept North Dakota? It would have been like, we can cancel the rest of the year. Like we're good. <laughs> you know, we did, it. we did we it. Did it. We yeah. did it. Yeah. We're like, all good. Just, they're excited. Don't get me wrong, but there's an expectation there that was not what it was like when, when we played there, you know? And so that's been cool to see that. Um, I, I remember playing other schools and feeling, I guess, like it would be a big win if we could beat yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. You, you play Michigan or, or Notre Dame or something. And, you know, you kind of always felt like, you'd be lucky to win. You, you know, you're trying to come away. Well, and, and any league you're in, it doesn't matter if you're in under 11, if you're in under seven, as soon as you start having those mental thoughts, then that's where you're at. That, that is who you are. That yeah. is what you're going to be. And it don't change. Yeah. If my little guys don't think they can beat the other team, they ain't going to beat them. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. And I do <laughs> speaking of Michigan, because we played, uh, it must've been like my sophomore, junior year and we beat them in Yost. Uh, but it was like two to one. We got out shot like 50 to 12 and, and, and snuck out a win because Riley Gill stood on his head and uh, you're coming back to Lawson the next night on Saturday night. 
and <laughs> it was like four nothing in the first three minutes. And uh, I think it was Kolarik and and Kevin Porter who won the Hobie that year. They both had hat tricks in the game, and so they ended up putting six or seven up on us. It was like, well, well, we got the one. <laughs> you know, uh, I guess that's good. <laughs> I, I remember going to Michigan for a couple games, and we'd make it such a big deal to go to Michigan, and like yeah. you'd go there and do different things than you do against other teams, and then yeah. You'd get there and they're just normal college kids like us, you know, they're just wearing yeah. a different jersey. Yeah. But then you'd hear that fucking song over and over yeah. and you you'd right lose. Over and, and, and then you'd leave and you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Quite yeah. the time. Yeah, no doubt. No, it's I mean it's a fun place to play those games. Like no, no doubt. You can't you can't but I, I love that the Broncos, the Broncos are different now. They're different. It's way they're, different. It's way different. They expect to beat those teams. I mean, it's and, and when I when I talked to Ethan Frank, man, his mentality, like he was like, "Yeah, well, like, we're doing good now, but like that's one weekend. We got to keep going." Like yeah. he he had yeah. the right mentality that he wasn't comfortable with what he had done at that yeah. point in the season. I talked to him a few couple months ago, and um, he he was just locked in. You could just tell yeah. he he's yeah. a gamer. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And that's how the team is, I think, why that's how first is why like he's an awesome dude. And I think you get him, um, you know, away from the rink and uh, you can have some good laughs with them. But they're all business at the rink. You know, they take care of what they need to and uh, hopefully has a good good finish to the season for them. They got a good chance to to go far. Oh, no doubt. Um, my wife's just curious what's going on here, too, because we've been <laughs> I've been in the shed now for. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be. Okay, you kind of, are you ever coming back? Like this is the best interview Jeez. ever, honey. I got. I can't let this one go. I got to be out here now for three and a half hours, and we're still on episode <laughs> one, I guess. Eh. <laughs> but hey, that's you know you got hockey guys got to be able to adapt to the situation, right? Yep. You yep, don't know. No you don't know if he's going to turn left or right, but you got to be ready to be there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't know if the computer's full or not. <laughs> Uh, um but no like the way you guys turned that program around and you were a part of that right like you like it it doesn't it's not a hockey team in my opinion after all the years i've played is like you need the right mentality on with everybody on the team whether it's the walk-on goalie the full ride first line whatever like everybody has to be there for each other and not about themselves or else yeah, it doesn't yeah, work no, yeah for, for sure and that was like that year because you know the whatever would have been 2010 season like we were talking about before was kind of a weird lame duck year with our coach being fired halfway through the year but we finished the season um and then the following year which would have been my senior year Jeff Blaschel came in, Pat Fershweiler came in, Rob Facca came in and just completely changed the mentality of the program. And, and it really raised that bar of, um, you know, what we feel like the program could be. You're right. And I think it took a lot of buy-in from, from all of us, but they, they showed us that the difference between winning and losing is, is really small. Right. And I think we looked around and said, Hey, there's, there's good hockey players here and, and we can win here. Like, you know, we, we shouldn't be, um, where we just, are. Just say, yeah. We shouldn't be just happy to, 
you know, be, be here and, and, and have fun. To compete and have fun, and, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And be college athletes and that's cool. And who cares if we win? Like, that's not good enough anymore, right? Um, and and they showed us that we can do it, right? And, and I, yeah. I really think that Western Michigan had everything you ever needed to be a high-end yeah. college no, no hockey experience. Like, man, it was everything I ever wanted. Um, we just didn't win. There's a reason I kept coming back without playing. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of good things to like about, about Western, no doubt. Um, Well, I know, uh, you know, we already did this for like two hours and uh, we already did the deep dive, but we, you know, we told people we were doing this and uh, we were doing this. Give the people what they want. I mean, we tried. We did our best, folks. Computer <laughs> got full. <laughs> oh God! But like, um, I, I, yeah, I don't even like. There's so many notes and so much shit we went over that I'm like, I don't even know where to start when it's like 11:30 at night yeah, yeah, and we've yeah. already been out in the shed. We can for, do the deep dive again. We can do we, the deep dive. This we gotta a, do the deep dive again. This but can like, be a quick. This will be a quick hitter. You know, let yeah. everyone know we, we didn't, it wasn't a psych on the Instagram. Exactly. We we actually met each other. We got to know each other. We mm-hmm. fell right in the pocket. You know, it's yep. no big deal. Um, yep. But so, how did you get into being an agent then? Let's let's give that rundown quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I was I was graduating college, and uh, I wasn't. I knew I wasn't going to play beyond college, um, and and being an agent was something that, you know, kind of later in my college years, I guess, kind of came on my radar as something that might be interested in. And so sat down with, with Blaschel and Fershweiler and, and let them know that that was something that um, I had an interest in. And, and they were, you know, they were able to introduce me to, to Matt Oates, who's one of the partners in, in our group at O2K. And, and he was based in Chicago, which is only a couple hours from Western. And so I was able to start uh, as an intern with Oatsy. So I spent, uh, you know, that I guess it was 2011, 12 season as an intern and just kind of shadowed him and in the office every day and learning kind of the ins and outs of, of the business and um, doing some projects uh, for him, you know, trying to help and add value any way I could. Uh, and, and, you know, ultimately was able to turn that into a, a full-time job. So there's, oh, the, right, man, like just kept showing up. <laughs> well, you kept showing up and, and you turned it into a full-time job and like, I know what that feels like. I mean, you like you, you can work for free for a long time. And it's like, if it's your passion, if it's what you want to do, you'll just keep striving for it until you get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, it was something that, I mean, you're right. It's hard in the sports industry where there's always going to be a level of people that are going to work for free. Right. And you almost have to do it to break into this industry. And it's, it's too bad that that's the way it is, but it is the world that we live in. And so, um, yeah, so you, you, you do that and you, you work as hard as you can. And like I said, try to add value as much as you can. And hopefully, hopefully it works out. And, and I'm fortunate that, that it did. It's uh, it's a great group and I'm, I'm happy to, to be where I'm at, you know? I know you, it's, you've worked hard for what you've got. And I mean, I wish uh, everybody could hear, and I know we've already said this, but it is what it is. We, we did our best tonight, folks. <laughs> oh, shit. We even talked, we talked about all of it, man. Um, so 
Yeah. I think we should just shut her down. I think that's enough. You know, like that's the cliff notes, cliff notes version. Jeep Jeepers. Like you guys did win it though. Or not, you ain't made it. We We went to the NCAA tournament. So we lost in the finals, uh, in the CCH CCHA finals. Um, but that was the first team that had gone at Western to the tournament and the 20 something years, first time they gone to the Joe and forever. So it was cool, you know, and, um, it was really cool, you know, and so it was uh, special. And then you go, they got the banner in the rink now for us. So, uh, I remember first had us over to his place for dinner, like after the season ended, kind of like he had the seniors over and cause he played at Western in the, like the mid nineties, early nineties when they were, they were really good too. And he kind of told us like, boys, like you might not realize it now, but like, it's a big deal at this program, like what you guys did and having a banner up there. And you're going to realize when you come back, having that up there is, is going to be a cool thing. And, and uh, 10 years later, 11 years later, whatever it is, he's, he's well, right. you guys That's changed cool. like the whole thing, right? Like it when you guys changed the whole thing of what the atmosphere was of like, yeah, I've yeah. talked to railer and I've talked to other guys, yeah. like they want to go back. They want to be back and they, they celebrate wins. And like, that's yeah. what I'm about in the shed. I celebrate wins. And like at Western Michigan, there just weren't many of them. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. When I we was celebrated there, the, we celebrated the ones we had very well, but uh, we were uh, very good at that. <laughs> But no, and it did. It changed the culture of the program big time. You know, Blashell was obviously a great hire, and then uh, Andy Murray did a good job, really good job over the last however long. You know, keeping that part of it uh, going, where like I said, that expectation that uh, you know is is to win here, right? It's not to come here and and uh, have fun and just be a part of it. Like you, you got to win, you know. And that's uh, a big change, I think, in the last ten years or whatever. It's been. When uh, I think that was before even call Hain, right? That was Western Michigan, like the whole time. Like there, there's ne- there's never been a time where like we were expected to win. We right. were never, yeah. Yeah. we were never perennial up for you know, like <laughs> yeah. what they built you, and like, what it's I, become is great. I think I told you before, like the, how I got recruited there. I had done a lot of research on college teams. And when I found out Western was looking for a goalie, I had no clue what Western Michigan or Kalamazoo was at all. And obviously once I got to the campus and I met it, like I fell in love with it and, and it was, it's been awesome. But uh, at, at that time it was like, just not even on the radar. Right. Well, so- I, for myself in Ontario, I knew what Michigan was Michigan state was. Cause I'd seen them like wherever on TV maybe, but other than that, I didn't know anything about, like NCAA or West anything. I didn't know anything about Western Michigan until I did. Yep. Glad Chris you did. Brooks. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Brooks. Shout yeah. out to Brooksy. Yeah. He was the one that found me and he was found yep. and he's a former shed guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you know what? I, like we can't go all night. You know, our wives are going to be yeah. very upset. Yeah. We already did this for two hours. <laughs> solid folks. And we're not joking. We, we did her. This will be the a full thing. Version. We'll get the we'll get the full thing out there again. And uh, what do you what do you think? Do you, this do you is, want this me is, to do you want me to send this tonight and then see if the IT team can find the full episode tomorrow? And uh, we'll send this and then the full episodes tomorrow. I'll leave that in the experts' hand. Whatever, 
whatever you need to do. I, I think this is the only episode. Okay. I hope it saves. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> this has been a mess. And this has been another episode of 55 Ales and Hockey Tales with Feds and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Goldbands. I'm like Pete Southbound Zanzan.